and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my hope is to show you how to have a personal relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ, and that salvation is through Christ alone by the free gift of God's grace. Friends, we are living in the last days, and Jesus is coming back soon. You need to be ready. And the only way to do that is to listen to the Word of God and invite Him into your heart. I pray that as you hear this message, it will encourage you to read the Bible for yourself. Seek the truth. Ask God to open your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what His Spirit is trying to tell you. The episode will begin after a short message. Coming soon! How do you get ready for the return of Jesus? You know he's coming soon. When? Oh. A few years ago, I worked with a client who was opening a new business. It was a physical location that needed city permits, an architect, a contractor, inspections, everything before he could open. Originally, he hoped to open in August of that year, but delay after delay after delay happened. Most were out of his control. He finally opened in November. I was helping with his marketing, and we had to keep on telling interested potential customers that the grand opening party was postponed again and again. Nevertheless, when he did open, he had a fantastic grand opening. We built anticipation, got the right publicity, and the place was packed. It did take some planning, combined with a lot of flexibility to pull it off. That's kind of what's going on in the final chapter of Peter's second letter. Peter had taught the Jewish Christians of the first century what he himself heard Jesus say. In, uh, and uh, I'm quoting Jesus in, in the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 1, two, three, one through 3. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you will always be with me where I am. When, Lord, when? The problem was that they expected Jesus to return within their lifetimes, just like the Thessalonians that Paul addressed in his two letters. And you can check out that Bible study. Um, there's a link in my blog for that one. I did that one a few weeks ago. Um, they were impatient. Imagine scoffers saying, so where is he? 2,000 years later, we're still waiting. Many scholars have tried to predict when the rapture would happen, stating specific dates, and nope, not yet. Unfortunately, followers of these false prophets gave up everything because they thought that Jesus would come for them on a certain day. But um, Jesus reassured us that we are not to know the hour or the day. And it's in Matthew 24, verse 36. However, no one knows the day of the hour when these things will happen, not even the angels in heaven or the Son himself. Only the Father knows. And Peter addresses this in this last chapter, 2 Peter 3. And Peter writes, this is my second letter to you, dear friends, and in both of them I have tried to stimulate your wholesome thinking and refresh your memory. I want you to remember what the Holy Prophet said long ago and what our Lord and Savior commanded through your apostles. 
Most importantly, I want to remind you that in the last days, scoffers will come mocking the truth and following their own desires. They will say what happened to the promise that Jesus is coming again. From before the times of our ancestors, everything has remained the same since the world was first created. They deliberately forgot that God made the heavens long ago by the word of his command, and he brought the earth out from the water and surrounded it and surrounded it with water. Then he used the water to destroy the ancient world with a mighty flood. And by the same word, the present heavens and earth have been stored up for fire. They are being kept for the day of judgment when ungodly people will be destroyed. But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends, as a day is like a thousand years to the Lord and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. But the day of the Lord will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Then the heavens will pass away with a terrible noise, and the very elements themselves will disappear in fire, and the earth and everything on it will be found to deserve judgment. Since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in the flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and the new earth as he promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom God gave him, speaking of these things in all of his letters. Some of his comments are hard to understand and those who are ignorant and unstable have twisted his letters to mean something quite different, just as they do with other parts of scripture. And this will result in their destructions. Peter's final words. You already know these things, dear friends, so be on guard. Then you will not be carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. <clears throat> Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All glory to him, both now and forever. Amen. So, are you ready for God's return? This morning on Instagram, one of the pastors that I follow presented a video with what we as born-again Christians need to be doing to get ready for Jesus' return. And it's really interesting. So, First, if you haven't invited Jesus into your heart, obviously you need to do this first. And there's a link in my blog um, to how to invite Jesus into your heart. If you don't know how to do that, you don't know what to say. There's also a prayer in the show notes. Second, pray often. Fellowship with other believers, with other believers. If you, if you hang out with non-believers, they're not going to help you. You have, to, you have to fellowship and, and hang out 
with other born again believers and align your mind with Jesus. And I've, I have, I've done studies recently on how to do that. So you can click on over my blog and there are a lot of links so you can dig deeper. What else can you do to be ready for Jesus return? Excuse me. One study God's word. This is besides daily devotions. Be intentional, purposefully read the Bible daily. Have it become a necessary part of your life. Get to know it inside and out. This is a habit that took me a while to get into, but I'm glad I do it every day. There are certain Bible passages that I pray back to God. There are others that I have written down in notes around the house and memorized. I used two of those passages recently to help some friends. They were going through some problems that these passages have helped me through. Second, apply God's word. Put it into action, what you've learned in the Bible. Tell people about it. Preach it. Don't be shy. The more you read it, the more confidence you will have when you need to help someone. Three, reevaluate your priorities. Rethink everything that you do. If Jesus came back right now, would he approve what, what you're doing? Four, change the culture. Don't adapt to it. Change it. Be bold for the Lord. I have a link to... Um, another study that I did on that exactly. Five, stand up for what's right. That's called righteousness. Don't allow evil to breed. And we covered this yesterday. We can't give the devil a foothold in our lives. And it's very easy to do it, but you've got to recognize when it's happening. Vote for righteous people. And we'll be talking about how Christians should vote in the next few weeks. I have a quote here that I, I read um, some time ago that kind of applies for this. Satan has no real power in this world except what we, the gatekeepers, give to him. That was quoted of, uh, by Daniel Kalenda, an international mis um, missionary. If you're a believer, here's a prayer to you from Love God Greatly. This is the, uh, the Bible study that I've quoted a lot from uh, with these last... Um, these two letters from Peter. <clears throat> and I quote, Father God, I thank you for your patience and your desire to give everyone an opportunity to know you intimately. Remind me of your patience with me whenever I am anxious, restless, or irritable with others. Remind me of your desire that everyone be saved when I dismiss one of your creations as beyond all hope. Remind me that your time is not my time and you can accomplish the impossible at any time, at any place, in any means you see fit. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, that's from Love God Greatly and the link to their website is in my blog. When Jesus comes back for his church, that's the rapture. So life on earth will never be the same. And you can learn what that will be like in my series of the book of Revelation. And click on over to my blog. Believe me, it's eye-opening. For believers, it will be wonderful. For those left behind, not so much. If you are left behind, you will get a second chance for salvation if you invite Jesus into your heart. But you'll also have to live through the Great Tribulation. And that, my friends, will not be fun. It's your choice. As Peter wrote at the end of his letter, so be on guard then you will not be car carried away by the errors of these wicked people and lose your own secure footing. 
Rather, you must grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All glory to him, both now and forever. Amen. Do you have secure footing? You can. It's easy. Just invite Jesus into your heart. And if you don't know how to do that, there's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and just click on the, the link that it says on the top, how to invite Jesus into your heart. Because Jesus is knocking at the door to your heart. And he tells us that in Revelation 3, verse 20. Look, he says, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. He's knocking, but he won't force himself into your life. You have to invite him in. Are you ready? Do you hear him knocking? You hear him calling your name? It's time. Invite him in. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in, and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory.